Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is May the 20th, 2020, and it is the 67th day of the modified quarantine. And we find ourselves this morning with a new passage in Luke chapter 8, verses 19 through 21. Three verses about Jesus' family. Who is Jesus' family? And it reads like this. Then his mother and his brothers came to him, but they could not reach him because of the crowd. And he was told, your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, my mother and brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. So may the good Lord open our hearts and our minds to the meaning of this and its application. So first thing that comes to mind is where's Joseph? And Joseph isn't mentioned uh, until since the time that Jesus was 12 years old when he was lost at the temple and he's never mentioned again. So presumably he dies. Uh, the, the interesting thing in scripture is it's just not mentioned. I mean, the Bible is not about Jesus and Jesus's family. It's not about Mary. It's not about uh, James and Judas, names of his brothers and his sisters. It's about uh, Jesus. So that's an emphasis, I think. Uh, where are his sisters? He, it's named elsewhere in scripture that he does have some sisters uh, but they did not come on this particular mission or intervention or whatever they're uh, having. Let's just go to one passage that parallels this in Mark. It doesn't parallel it, but it uh, adds light to it in Mark chapter 3, where he is gathering the 12 disciples. This is Mark 3.21. And... Uh, Jesus is gathering great crowds, and verse 21 says, it's, it's a little, little hilarious verse in the Bible, verse 21, and then when his family heard it, they went out to seize him, for they were saying he is out of his mind. So this is one of those things you read in scripture and, and you think, you know, Jesus, rainbows and puppies. Well, that's not what his family thought. His family thought, he is out of his mind, and we are going to do an intervention, and we are going to seize him. So one wonders in Luke chapter 8, maybe that's what's happening here, is, well, why doesn't Jesus allow them to reach him? The guy who sent, was sent as a messenger made his way through the crowd, but his mother and brothers could not reach him, so they had to send some like strong man through the crowd. He goes to Jesus and says, your mother and brothers are standing outside to, desiring to see you. Um, the parallel passage in Matthew says that they were asking to see him. They specifically asked to see him, and Jesus essentially says no, and then redefines who his family is, which we're going to get to in just a second. So who is my mother and who are my brothers? Uh, it's even asked as a question in, in the parallel passage in, in Matthew. He, he asks, he gives his teaching as a question um, so we're going to answer, well, who are his mothers, or who are his family members, who are his best relations? And he tells us here that those who hear the word and then do it. So we're in the context in Luke chapter 8 of about a 
uh, 8, 8 says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. He says that after giving the parable of the sower, the seed. Um, and then as he's defining it in verse 15, he says, as for the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. So then verse 18, he says, take care how you hear for the one who has more will be given him. So that the whole passage, the whole chapter really is about what we do with, do we listen? And then do we, what do we do with that? So who is Jesus's family? Uh, we find that the Jesus's family are those who are people that keep getting richer, that is spiritually richer. Those are his family members. Uh, essentially, they die. They're dying richer every day, and when they die, they they're the richest they've ever been. Why? Because they keep hearing the word, doing the word, having a more intimate relationship with God. In, in life, so many people ask, well, will my riches last? Well, we find here that as a, as a Christian, you're supposed to be more abundantly receiving. So that would be one characteristic of the family. And Jesus just points to the fact that he who does the will of the Lord has taken the oath of being a Christian, if you will, is filled with the Holy Spirit, fulfilling the purposes of the Lord. We talked about that a couple podcasts ago from Psalm 138, verse 8. And then finally, what I hear here is just the elevation of fellowship. My brothers and sisters, who are my brothers and sisters? Those are faithful men. Second Timothy, uh, verse 2 says, what you have heard from me in the presence of many witness, entrust to faithful men. So we are supposed to be able to discern who these people are, use our eyes and ears to find out who are the faithful people of God and become family with them. So it's not negating his own family. He doesn't repudiate his mother. Go to the episode on the cross where he really finds her taken care of by John. His brothers, eventually at least two of them, become believers, James and Judas. It's not the Judas of the betrayal. Uh, it's the Judas of the book of Jude, probably. Uh, so we're supposed to be actively looking for this people. So the people of God, if you find them, they'll be full of warts, but they'll be willing, they'll be listening, they'll be there tomorrow. And uh, it makes me think of college. So when you go to a college, you buy two things. You buy teachers, but you also buy the student body. So I was thinking that people sometimes leave a church, say, well, the preaching wasn't, and no disrespect to our, our pastors. I love our pastor, my pastor and pastors in general dearly. But what you're going to when, you, when you're when you at a church is you're buying students, you're buying other Christians. Are these your people? So we find Jesus here in this passage redefining who is family. Amen.